the Laker Room Podcast. I'm your host, Ray G. And I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in today. So the Lakers just beat the Atlanta Hawks. And let's say the end of that game was very interesting. But lately these games, the end of these games for the Lakers have been, you know, nail biters, head scratchers, uh, head bangers, <laughs> whatever y'all want to call it. They've been, some have been stressful. This road trip, it's 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 been a good one because we've won majority of our games but man we've had we've had some like the Detroit game that was something else like I said that was a headbanger right there but before we get into this game you already know we got to get into the player performances team performances and all that good stuff but First and foremost, Laker on Podcast is a part of the Crossover Network. Go ahead and give them a follow at Crossover365. That's on Instagram and also on Twitter. And while you're at it, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Laker underscore Round Pod. And then on Twitter at RAE underscore G33. Or you can just type in Laker Round Pod and my page should pop up. There you'll get my live tweets and reactions to games and any Laker news. So let's get into it. Let's get into this game. Um, The Lakers... Almost fumbled this one away again like they did versus the Boston Celtics. So the score was 107 to 99 Lakers. And towards the end of that game, we almost fumbled it away again, man. But our defense prevailed and got the win for us. Alice Caruso, of course, in the mix, along with Schroeder, LeBron, everybody put a hand and chipped in. And the defense won them this game. Defense won them the game against the Boston Celtics. I don't know what happened in Detroit. Um, offense almost got us to win against 76ers. So this team has multiple ways to win games, and lately it's been on the defensive side. Let's get into the player performances, and we'll talk a little bit more about this overall game towards the end of the pod. So let's start with... I always start with AD and LeBron, so I want to start with somebody else. Let's start with KCP. KCP was off. He has been off. And he's looked to find, he he looked like he found his shot in this game. But I think the difference in this game versus the previous game since the Bucks is just his touches. He's gotten more touches tonight. Um, he gave us eleven points with two assists, and then he gave us ooh man, he wasn't great. <laughs> he wasn't great tonight. He wasn't great, but it wasn't bagel either. He gave us four for thirteen. That's thirty percent shooting. And then three for five, for, or three from six, three for six, from the three point line. So he found his three ball back again. Um, he 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 just got more touches, and that's what he needed. I think. Let me see. Overall, yeah, he got thirteen touches, and that's that's you know he needs to to see the ball go through the hoop a little bit in order for him to gain his confidence back. He started off cold. I was like, oh man, he's still a little cold. And then once he hit that shot, his first three, then he started to see him make a couple shots and make a uh, a layup. And he just needed to get a little few easy buckets to see the ball go in and get his confidence back. And I'm not saying that he's 100% back to his hot, hot shooting that he started the season with. But I think from here on out, as long as he continue to get his touches, he'll be much better. Um, I just think that they just need to get him going. But a lot of that, as I was listening to um, the game, I was listening to, I believe it was Stu Lance or was it, whoever it is on the Lakers side that does the um, the commentary. He was saying that a part of that is 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 KCP's fault also because 
he tends to just run in the corner and stand there. And that's true. And that's something I've been saying about our guards, period. I've been saying more ball movement, you know, getting the vision of Ron and AD as they're being double teamed and give them a way out, give them an outlet, run the baseline. You know, backdoor cut, different stuff like that, just to get yourself moving and then to throw the defense off. Because when everybody's set and AD's sitting there, he got the ball in the paint or on a, on the corner or whatever the case may be, and you're just standing in the corner. Another player standing at the top of the key. The other players on the other side of the key. The other two players on the other side of the key, and he's just standing there. Nobody's moving. The defense is set, right? The defense is set. They could throw a double team at him, and then that's a turnover or a tough shot for him or most likely a miss. But if you're KCP in that aspect, no, don't just go stand in the corner. Reset because, like I always say, if if they're double teaming, then whoever's man is open needs to run out in AD's vision so they can get the ball and score. You got to make them pay for, for double team in AD. We shouldn't turn the ball over off a of double team. It should be Oh, okay, you want to double team us? Oh, oh, we got something for you. No, don't worry about it. And we haven't been doing that. And you got, as you guys can see in this game, they didn't do that at all. Like, they didn't utilize that. And it made our, our, our game very stagnant. Our offense was dry. We didn't, we just couldn't get a bucket. And we went like that. And we kept just tossing it into AD. And it was the same thing, right? So, um, I just want them to work on that, man. I'm just, I'm just like, yo, it's one of the most obvious tweaks. You know what I'm saying? And, I don't understand why they keep doing that. Like, why are you just standing in the corner watching, ball watching, when you could just easy backdoor cut? You know, if your man is doubling, move over. And so AD could see you hit your three, hit your two, your runner, your whatever the case may be. Um, But I think that's something that AC, uh, AC, KCP would need to look into doing it. Or, you know, when he look at the film, like, man. And I believe they said he said, he said that already. So I look forward to him making that adjustment in next games in the coming. He'll be fine. He'll be able to get his he'll be, he'll be able to get more touches. And Kuz is very good at that. I always say that Kuz is very good at moving out the ball, driving, driving, making cuts, and he, you know, he gets his rhythm off of that also. I encourage the rest of the team to do so as well, especially our guards. So, KCP didn't have a great night, but it was good to see him knock down a few shots and hopefully, you know, going on to the future games. I think we got Denver next. He continues to knock down that three ball and continue to gain his confidence back and knock down a shot. So let's move on to the next player. I guess we, we can go to, we'll go to, um. let's go to Anthony Davis. AD gave us 25 points, two rebounds, two assists, one steal, and three blocks. He had a great, a phenomenal night. Very, very efficient. 71%, 10 of 14 shooting. At one point, he was like eight for nine. You know, him and Trez, had very, very good, efficient nights. Um, we'll get to Trez in a bit. But um, AD, once again, this is, this is one of those games I'll be saying when I be, when I talk about, oh, this is an AD game or this is a Bron game because nobody on the Hawks can hold AD. I mean, they got Clint Capella, but he's too fast. He can just go around Capella. That's why they kept throwing the double team at him because he was just going to go to work. As he was, as y'all can see, he was going to work. It was It was an efficient night for him. Uh, I think that he just really has to be better and be ready for when they throw that double team at him. They take too long. He's too. He takes too long to decide what he's going to do, which I do understand. He's probably waiting to see what the defense is going to do. But I'm like, man, just catch the defense off guard. You know, make your move and go. I'm not saying rush it. But what they were doing, he would get the ball. He would sit on the ball. 
and sit on the ball and sit on the ball and then here comes the 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 second defender and then our our guards and the other players were standing in 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 place so they weren't moving what is he going to do with the ball right it's a tough shot once again a turnover or you know a miss so i think that he has to be continue to get better at passing out of that uh, double team and being quicker to deciding on what he's going to do with the ball once he get it in the post. What are you going to do? You going to jab step? You, what are you, what's up? What are we going to do when we get the ball? So that's one thing about AD that I think that he can work on. Um, and I'm sure, like I said before, these players go over this stuff. They watch film. And I'm sure they see the same stuff that we see, if not in a better lens than us as being the player yourself. So um, let's move on to the next player, LeBron. He had 21 points. Seven rebounds, nine assists, two steals, one block. He shot a uh, five for twelve. He was he was he was stuck on twelve points for a long time, y'all. He was a long, long time. He was just twelve points. I'm like, dang, that's all Brown gonna score tonight. But y'all know he wasn't gonna do that. Y'all know he wasn't gonna go out like that. So, um, Brown's game tonight was he kind of was chilling again, just you know. He, it kind of looked like he really didn't want to – he wasn't in a scoring mood. He kind of looked like he was more in a passive, I'm going to pass the ball, I'm going to set everybody else up mood. Um, he wasn't really driving the ball too much. I mean, towards the end he did his thing, but he just kind of was just going with the flow. Just, you know, just, all right, I'm out here. When it's time for me to take over, maybe I'll take over. Maybe I'll give it to AD, whoever's hot. I'll let them do what they got to do. And like I said, 21 points for him. I believe he had 20 po- 21 points against the Boston Celtics also. So he's just been coasting, you know, 37 points, 37 minutes he played. So, I mean, it's good. It's good that t- for him to be on the team and not have to do all the scoring, right? I mean, that's good. But we're not used to that. <laughs> you're not used to 21 points out of Bron. And, you know, and some people be like, ooh, it's fu-. if you're not a Lakers fan, right? If you're not a Lakers fan, you're the casual NBA fan and you'll see – Brown only got 21 points. Brown only got 19 points. It's father time. No, no. I encourage you to watch a full game and that'll tell you why he has the stats that he has. So let's move on to the next player. The next player is Schroeder. Good to see him knock down some more shots. He gave us 16 points, three rebounds, three assists, um, one steal. He shot 60%. So six for 10, of course, his speed and getting to, into the paint. It's always key for us. It helps us out because he can always drive and kick. It makes it tough. Put a lot of pressure on the defensive bigs. Um, they they have to make a decision. You know, he going for the foul or he going to get the shot. And that's what he did tonight. It was good to see. I believe he hit a, a three or two. Did he hit? Let me see. He hit. Yeah, he, he made his only three. He shot one three and made it. And it was good to see that. Hopefully, we can get more, plenty more threes out of him. His shooting percentage will go back up to how it was when he first started. Once again, he's got to shoot the ball a little more also. Well, let me see how many times he shot. He shot the ball 10 times, which is, you know, it's good. It's good. So, let's move on to the next player, um, Mark Gasol. Mark Gasol with two points, six rebounds, three assists, one steal, one block. He, he shot one for five. He gave us good energy to start the game Gasol did he was the good passing you know the way he was reading the defense he was he was protecting the rim that's that's not on stat sheet the way he was protecting the rim in this game so I think it was a solid game out of Gasol um 
the two points, he's not he's not on our team for offense. Let's be real. Like so, seeing his low numbers on the offensive side don't bother me. I just want to make sure he's doing what he needs to do on the defensive side, which is you know protect the protect the rim, and um, get your get your rebounds. Six rebounds. Uh, he paid seventeen minutes. I just want him to rebound a little better, man. So let's move on to the next player, Montrez. Nineteen points, three rebounds, two steals, one block, eight for nine. Yep. He is one of the most consistent players on the Lakers squad, to be real. I see a lot of people complain about him and like, oh, what the hell is Montrez doing? And duh. and it's like, you got to understand, too, like you, you get his offense and sometimes you're going to give up a little defense with him on the floor depending on the lineup. And but you still, you know, he still does good things on the floor. He had a good, he had a good block. So let's not act like he's food on defense, or let's not act like he don't, he don't give effort, cause he does give effort when he's defending. Um, is he always successful? No. Sometimes he does get burnt. Sometimes he does get lost. But I mean, I I'll take his effort, man. I'll really take his effort. And like I said, he's a very consistent on the offensive side. Nineteen points. He's let me see what he's averaging so far for the year. So, so far for the year, he's averaging 12.9 points. That's down from what he was doing with the Clippers, but I believe it could probably still go up. So, let's go on to the next player, Caruso. The Caruso, once again, his defense is key in this game. He gave us eight points, two rebounds, two assists, two steals, and yeah, he shot four for seven. His defense is key because he had to go up against Trey Young as well as Schroeder. And I believe I want to say that uh, your boy KCP had to to guard Schroeder. I'm not Schroeder. He had to guard uh, Trey Young also. So we had a couple fouls. We had a couple fouls. Can we, you're going against Trey Young. You're going against a Harden-esque type of player when it comes to drawing fouls. He draw fouls like he he to me. What was irritating about this game watching Trey Young was that he was the one that was initiating most of the contact. And our players were getting the calls. And I hate that, especially that lean-in. When your player's going up and they lean into you to get to draw the foul. Oh, y'all, that that got to be <laughs> one of the most annoying things ever, man. So the rest was a little annoying with, with Trey Young and calling the fouls for him. Caruso, like I said, his defense was key towards the end. His defense was key playing against, you know, Trey Young. And he had timely buckets in this game. Caruso's effort, energy is just unmatched. He plays so hard. So you always know what you're going to get out of Caruso. Even if it's not a high-scoring night, you always know he's going to give you effort. Let's move on to the next player, Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma with five points, three rebounds, two assists. Kuz, once again, up and down, man. He gave us 40% shooting. That's two for five. If he get out there and he move, he does move without the ball. Um, I don't know why. His shot just... I don't have so far. I haven't had that confidence in Kuz's shot when it goes up. I'm like, when he shoots a shot, it's always hit or miss. It's not like, oh, that's in there. Even when he's wide open, like I want to have that confidence back with Kuz, where if it's wide open, we like, yeah, that's going down. But he just been so up and down, and maybe he's just not getting his right amount of shots. I'm not sure, but he got to find his rhythm every night, you know. Let me see what Kuz is averaging. He's only averaging tw- 10 points this season. I mean, I really think he could average more, to be honest, to be real. But we just got to see what we're going to do. Um, THT had a little time in. He didn't score any points. He had five rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block. Um, he only took two shots. 
But what was key for the time for THT was the fact that he was able to get into the lane and then pass out of the lane. Um, some of the passes were effective. Some of them were like a pass AD, a pass, a pass assist. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's why he was he was so effective and key tonight because he was just breaking down his defender and getting into the paint. And then from there, you know, the Lakers were um, setting up the offense that way. And that and when that happened, the defense decided to go into a zone and try to you know counter that. So um, the Lakers weren't making their threes or anything like that. So it kind of was effective to to a certain extent. Um, so that's one thing you gotta, you know, like about THT is just the way he aggressive and getting into the paint. Uh, let's see. No one else played. That was it. So this game, the end of this game, we almost gave it away again, man. Again, we almost gave it away. Just the energy sometimes in this team just it just goes. I don't know where it goes. I don't know where it goes, y'all. Somebody tell me, where does this energy go? Because they're good. And then all of a sudden, here comes the last two minutes, and they can't make a shot. They let the other players do what they want. And it's just like, are y'all bored and want to make the end of the game <laughs> interesting or something? I don't understand that. Like, you should never – like, I think it was up by 10 points, and it was only a few minutes left. And then all of a sudden, Trey Young makes a shot. Then John Collins makes a three. And then John Collins makes a two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then we're down by, you know – Four and then Trey Young comes down, hits a three. Not down by four, we're up by four. And then Trey Young comes down and hits a three. Now we're up by one. And it's and it's like, yo, why can't y'all hold these leads towards the end? It's just been like that the last few games, man. It's like we go stagnant. We just have these droughts, especially in the third quarter. We've been having terrible endings to the third quarter. We having these droughts and giving the other team momentum in life to come back in the game and feel like they can take this game from us. That is just something that they definitely got to work on, just closing out games better. Like, just close them out. Just stop playing with these teams. Like, just close them out. When you're up 10, extend that. You're not coming back. You're you're done. You know what I'm saying? I want teams to understand that once you go down on the Lakers, it's a wrap. But they don't do that. They're just like, once you go down on the Lakers, we could probably get back in the game. They're going to let us back in. And we just got to hang around. You know what I'm saying? You don't want teams to think, hey, we just got to hang around, hang around, hang around. And um, we'll be able to chip chip away, chip away, chip away. And we can get this win out of this team. No, we don't want we don't want to be known as that in the league. But these last few games on this road trip is how it's been. Um, we're back at home on Thursday against the Denver Nuggets. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Hopefully we can get a Lakers win. Um that will be the end of this podcast. Make sure you guys are following me on all of my social media platforms. And, of course, make sure you guys look out, be on the lookout for the giveaway that's coming soon. I am so glad to be able to do this for you guys. I guess that's all I got for y'all. Have a good night, and I'm out.